0: This is the I Don't Want to Fit in podcast. I'm Anung of Courageous Creativity, a place where I help fellow misfits and black sheep create freedom on their own terms. This podcast is all about other stories of not staying in the box, living lives that are out of the normal. Hey guys, so this is Anung here, but I also have Claudia Sam here for a great interview. So thank you for coming on, Claudia Sam.
1: Thank you so much, Anung. I'm so glad that I'm here. And so I absolutely
0: love finding other women on mostly finding from Facebook groups about people just finding different ways of living. And I was just, I want, I want to hear how you got to your coaching business now, but like, where did you start off from and how did you get here?
1: Mm, thank you so much for asking and for having me here. Well, I used to work for the biggest media conglomerate in Canada and I used to be on the go, go, go. And really put everything that I have into being validated and and feeling successful from the certificates that I would get and from how high up in the corporate ladder I would get. And one summer, I did 180 hours in unpaid overtime. And that was the moment when I realized that's not how I want to live.
0: That's exhausting.
1: So exhausting. Even though I loved my job, I started finding, I started looking for another job. I thought that would be the, it would kind of fix everything. So I changed jobs. And then within four months of changing jobs, I had panic attacks in the sense that I was in a ball in my office feeling like I couldn't breathe, feeling like I had a dagger in my heart and in my throat and my heart was skipping. I did not know what to do. I did not have the tools to handle this panic attack. I didn't know what it was. I really thought I was dying. I didn't know what panic attacks were. And so I ended up leaving work on a stretcher and um, going to the hospital. By then, I noticed that changing jobs wasn't fixing my problems and I had just met my now eight and a half year long um, partner, my my lovely boyfriend, And we decided that we were going to plan for one year to leave on sabbatical and go travel. So I still did about two and a half years into that job, but after those panic attacks, I started doing yoga and really like shedding layers of layers of emotions on the yoga mat because I was starting to access deeper levels of myself that I didn't know existed. And when my boyfriend and I left for what was supposed to be a year of travels, I left on a sabbatical. So my job was still there if I wanted it when I came back. But nearly at the yearly mark, I felt into my body, into my soul. I just knew that I could not go back there. So it took everything I had to call my boss and say, I'm not coming back. And the thing is, I did not have a plan. We did not know where we were going. I didn't, we didn't have the money saved to go another year without work, but I didn't know what I was going to do. I had two yoga teacher trainings at that time. So I thought, okay, I'm just going to teach yoga. So I taught yoga in New Zealand. I taught yoga in Western Canada. I taught yoga in Nepal. And I eventually came back to Eastern Canada and really started working on my, a business, making this a business. And my yoga classes were way more than just moving through asanas And I remember people coming back to my classes and really feeling an energy shift in the depth of their soul. So a friend of mine decided, well, she wanted to hire me as her coach. And I was like, I'm not a coach. (laughs) But then there it was. Yes, you're a coach. And then I realized I was a coach. I'd always been a coach inside of me. And then I developed my, my business, maybe was it three or two years, two Was it? I think it might. No, I think it was within the year of me telling my boss I would not go back. I decided to work with business coaches and really tune into what my framework would be, what I would coach on. And that's when I developed my tune in method. But I could ramble on about that for a while. Did I answer your question? Oh, yeah. No, that was
0: definitely the the direction I was like, okay, people need to see that it It takes time. It's going to, you're going to just kind of fumble through things. And like, but for most people, it's like, it's not a, oh, I figured it out in like two weeks. No, it was, it was years in there of like Mm. figuring out you didn't want that job, going on sabbatical, trying out yoga, and now finally getting into coaching after kind of just enough exploration and someone else actually kind of like, I want you to coach me. Mm Like that's sometimes how it happens. Someone else sees it, sees the potential that you have beforehand they're like, "Oh yeah, mm-hmm. you could do this. Please tell tell me how to." And I'm kind of like, "What?"
1: <laughs> yeah. It's beautiful how we can actually create the career that we want. You know, my first job, I was still in university. I was the promotional street team and events coordinator for the radio stations I was mentioning. But who would have thought? Like in in school, they don't teach you you can be a promotional street team and events coordinator. Like that's not even part of the of the options normally. Um, And then I was an event sales representative for one of the biggest circus companies in Quebec, in Eastern Canada, which is like, what? I didn't know I could create events with circus performers. What what is that? (laughs) So it just gave me that confidence also when I jumped in to build my own business that we really have it in us to find the answers, to develop a career for ourselves. And one of the things that we need is trust, trusting not only in the intuition, but trusting that there is a deeper soul purpose that is beyond making money, beyond the the safety net of the corporate world or what our education taught us was the way to go, if that makes sense.
0: Oh, yeah. Believe me. I. I almost went into grad school thinking like that was the thing to do because like I, I know I'm not a coach, but I wanted to show people a way I want. Mm. for It took me probably until this last couple of months. So it's been like five years of, of like working through my business of realizing I want to be a guide. Yeah. And it's like, that was kind of where I was really reaching for when I was thinking about it in college and possibly going into grad school. But I'm kind of like, no, I don't really want to I don't want to teach. I don't want the the horrible structure in some colleges. I especially mm-hmm. the idea of getting into those things. It's so competitive, and it's just. It, I don't want to be cutthroat. Like there should be enough of us out there. That mm-hmm. I, I don't feel the need that I have to make other people seem worse than me just so I can have a job. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I know. Some people are kind of like, you don't have to compete. No. Like I have other people who do podcasts and I promote them as much as I can. Other people who do things that are kind of similar to me with mindset or working on organization or working on like multiple streams of income. Like I do all those things that other people do too. And I'm still going to like, if you don't like me, you might like them. I would rather you do better in life with them than with me. Like I want, Mm. I want everyone to upgrade, but I don't, it doesn't matter if it's not with me. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: And so partially I wanted to talk because I saw through your website and kind of with the conversations of working on figuring out your own inner guide, Mm -hmm. because we have like, we all have our own sense of how to find your direction and everything else. But so many of us have had that silence. We've had that squash in us by either ourselves or the people around us. So how, how are some ways that you think people can start working on that?
1: Mm, thank you for asking. Well, being, being our own inner guide is something that I really help my clients to do because I often will tell them, I'm, I am a guide for you, but you are your best guide. And what I'm going to do is support you so that you can find those answers within yourself, And so that you can trust that inner voice and make decisions you're happy with. So I actually have a three-step system to help people be their own inner guides and get out of survival mode. Would you like me to share that?
0: Oh, please, please
1: give it. I want some too. (laughs) Okay. So the first step is all about balancing the body, the mind and emotions. And what that means is like right now, if you close your eyes and if you're listening, I would love for you to do that with us as well. By closing your eyes, we're turning the gaze inside. And I just invite you to notice, is there any tension on the face? Is there any tension in the shoulders? Can you relax the facial muscles, relaxing the tongue and the jaw, even making space between the ears and the shoulders? Maybe you can even hear your heart beating. Where in the body right now is pain or a sensation screaming at you? Anong is something going on in your body that you want to share? Honestly, I've actually had
0: tension kind of like the upper part of my jaw, like to my ears. And I've been noticing Mm -hmm. that the last couple of days. And I know it's stress induced because I've been having problems at home. So it's kind of like mm-hmm. a, as I'm driving, I notice this is the most because I'm, because you, you keep yourself kind of still because you're driving. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, I can definitely feel the tension there. And it's just, it's one of those spots that's a little hard to release because it's not like a, you can release your shoulders pretty easily. You can release your jaw, but this part's kind of like a, it's a
1: tension. Mm-hmm. Totally. Well, thank you for sharing. There are so many messages that our body is sending us. And just by doing this small tune in check-in, that check-in into the body, we are able to say, okay, this is happening. What am I going to do about it? And oftentimes like you've been noticing that this has been happening for you for the last few weeks and days, then this awareness is so crucial to not making this a habit, to not letting it be worse because you will become aware of when it becomes too much and you will start to work on it at an, if you want, at a deeper level. And what that means is that I believe that every pain or message that comes through within our body means Something. So when it comes, for example, I used to have a lot of headaches. And headaches is all about the pressure that we put on ourselves to perform. And when I get a headache, I will check in and I will ask myself, what am I putting pressure on myself to, to do, to, to, to be? And when it comes to the jaw, for example. I'm not super familiar with, with jaw tension, except I actually used to grind my teeth. And like you mentioned, it was a stress response. I find it could link potentially. And let me know if this resonates with you to how we chew something in order to get it to be digestible, if that's a word. (laughs) So is there part in your life that feels like you, that it's so hard to chew like it's not yet ready to be digested. Is there something that um, is being forced down your throat in a way, forced for you to to deal with? Maybe that is something to look at. Would that resonate with you at all? Uh, yeah, I already
0: know kind of what the issue is for the most part, because there's this, it's one of those little things of just life telling me that you don't have as much control as you think you do, which mm. is strange for me because I'm not like, type a control person but like there's certain times where kind of like I feel like I should be able to have control and so like the internet went out in the house uh the electricity went out which is in Minnesota it's not really good in winter hmm. <laughs> and then like a dog's sick and so it's kind of those things of like it just kept messing up my days hmm. and I just kind of need to just let it go of like it is what it is it'll get fixed when it gets yeah. fixed
1: Totally. Thank you for sharing. And so when we hear those, those messages from our body, we can dive deeper into the emotional layer of how, what is the story behind it? And how is that making us feel instead of bottling up emotions that we end up exploding in a place that we don't feel safe, instead of actually allowing the emotions to float to the surface and be dealt with in whenever we can handle it whenever they they occur and so when we talk about that first step to be in our own inner guide when it comes to tuning into the body noticing the emotional layer of that sensation then within the balance part which is the first part of the tune in framework here there is also the mind you know what is the chit chat in the mind happening about that jaw you just mentioned you know am i <laughs> do I not having control maybe the thoughts in the mind would be like who am I if I don't get this ready what will it look like how people will people will judge me if I don't do this on time or if I don't do it properly does that resonate at all
0: oh yeah because it's the idea of like oh my god I'm not going to make enough money because I can't get mm-hmm. it done in the timeline I'm supposed mm-hmm. to but of course the timeline is something that
1: I've made up <laughs> yeah So that's what I mean by what's happening in the mind. So body, mind, and emotions, they are a circle. I call it the awareness circle. It's part of balance, that first part of the tune-in framework to help you be your own inner guide. And when you can really master being aware of your body, what's happening in there, the messages to the layer of your emotion, what's happening down there, deep down inside of yourself, how are you feeling about that and what's happening in the mind, That helps you to build the structure and the foundation to be in your own inner guide. And then the second part, the second step is connect. What I mean mean when I say connect is what uplifts you and what drains you? What are you saying yes to when you're just saying yes out of habit, but you really want to say no because it's draining you. For example, know I'd love to, to pick your brain on this. Is there anything in your life during which or of which you say, yep, I'm going to do this looking at your schedule, but not looking in your heart? Ooh,
0: that's kind of hard. I've actually been working on that for the last couple of years. I don't have too many things that I allow in my schedule that I'm kind of, if it's not a hell yes, then it's a no.
1: hmm That's it. And oftentimes this happens with people we hang out with. So if you're listening, my suggestion for you is to write out the top five, either people you hang out with, places you go. Now, even in this pandemic, maybe there's not that many places and or time that you spend. So focus on either people, time, or people, time, or places that become habits for you, either people you hang out with, speaking on the phone with certain friends, going to the gym, um, hanging out with colleagues, going to work. All of these are habits that we have. So I invite you to list at least three of those habits. And from that, I invite you to notice on a scale of zero to 10, 10 being 10 is like uplifting. Ten is that that activity helps you feel good and makes you feel positive, helps you feel on purpose and like you belong. And zero is more like, no, this is draining me. This is not serving me. This is not helpful. I don't like doing this. I do it because I feel forced and I have to. So I invite you to please just look at those top 3 to 5 habits that you have that you say yes to that you do out of out of habit and notice where they rate on an on that energy scale from 0 to 10. And most of the women that I work with, they find themselves with habits that are around the 4 and the 5, which doesn't help them if they want to be a 10. If they want to feel uplifted, if they want to feel on purpose, then the things they say yes to are draining them. So when we talk about connect, it's all about noticing that, noticing what uplifts you, noticing what drains you so that you can start living in alignment with with what your needs are, with why you're here. And it goes further into discovering what your soul values are. But just that first, that second exercise actually can help you to be your own inner guide. So far is everything. Do you follow me? Do you have any questions?
0: Oh, no, that makes a lot of sense. I, I feel like I've done pieces of this mm-hmm. over time. So I've never done it all together. And I, I feel like that probably would have made my life a lot better, quicker.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes we, we deal with things or we come across exercises like this when it's the right time. It's like always divine timing of what we need to learn because we are ready at that time and our soul needs it. I truly believe that anyway. Now, the third part of the tune-in framework, so we did balance body, mind, and emotions, and then connect to what uplifts and what drains you, which were the step one and two to be in your own inner guide. And then step number three is trust. Trusting in yourself, in your decision-making, releasing the fear of failure, and really welcoming the love of success instead and trusting the universe. But it's not like, okay, I'm going to put an intention in the universe and I'm just going to let the universe do its job. There's part of it that's that, like really getting out of how things happen and putting in the work so that the universe can work alongside you. But trusting in yourself and your intuition is a huge part here. And one of the things that you can do right now, if you wanted, would be to Notice the difference between the ego and the heart. When we want to trust, we get to get out of the head and into the heart. We get to see the difference between thoughts and desires that are rooted in fear versus thoughts and desires that are rooted in our soul's purpose. So another exercise you can do would be to write three to five desires that you have by bringing your hand at your heart. So I'm sure you can pause the the recording here and just put your hand at the heart and feel into three to five desires that you have. That would be step one. And then you can pause the video or the audio. And then when you come back, I would like you to look at those three to five desires that your heart wants and notice what's happening in the head. What fears are coming up? What beliefs that "Mm, you're not good enough for that? Mm, What if you fail? What if it doesn't work out? Notice those thoughts just so that you can see the difference between the soul heart voice and the fearful ego voice, mind voice. This is just so that you can understand that there's two voices inside of you at least and that they're not both here to help you all the time. So to be your own inner guide, Balancing your body, mind, and emotions, connecting to who you really are, what uplifts, what drains you, and then trusting that heart voice, noticing the difference between the ego and the mind, and the ego mind and the heart and soul intuitive voice so that you can make decisions that you're happy with and so that you can live really your life fulfilled, reaching your full potential and on purpose.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I feel so good. It's just kind (laughs) of, I love talking to people who are very uplifting and just helping everyone to dig in deep. Mm. That's what I want for people in the world. I want people to be able to do what they want. And and the thing is, Mm. not everybody wants to not have, like nobody, not everyone wants like a business. Not everybody wants to travel the Mm. world, but like some of them are perfectly happy, but they just want a slightly better job or slightly better hours or just a little more time with their family. Mm Hmm. And that's just, you need to be able to figure out what that is, like what exactly do you want in life and then figure out how to get to it.
1: Definitely, definitely. And I understand if there's fear because leaping, taking that step forward into the unknown is nerve wracking, but you're listening because you are curious about what that can be for you. And if ever you do feel afraid and you just want to talk through it and see if you can even move through the fear, then I'd be of course, very happy to talk with you, but I want you to rest assured that fear is not you. Fear is a low vibration energy, and you can live your life with more of a balance between the high energy and the low energy. And fear is there to to save you, but it doesn't need to be the leader. It doesn't need to take control of your life. There is a way out. And I have worked with many women who have experienced this tune-in framework. So if ever you do want to hear about them, then you're welcome to go to claudiasamsoulcoaching.com and you'll find some success stories there so you can feel like you're not alone.
0: Yes, I've definitely, anybody want, needs that, definitely check that out. But also you are going to give us a free five-day self-care challenge as well. And you want to talk about that?
1: Yeah, thank you so much. So, I've created the slow down and de stress five day self care challenge for driven women who never really took the time to stop and care for themselves until now. So, those women are ready to slow down to shift a little bit their awareness from putting everyone else before them and now putting themselves on the top of their to do list without feeling guilty. So, if you want to sign up you can start with day one today just go to claudia sam soul and then on my website just any of the orange links will get you to it or you can go forward slash self-care challenge and you'll find it there but i know that Anonia will also be putting the link in the show notes right
0: yes so everyone will have the links to be able to find you with your website as well as the challenge
1: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm so blessed to be able to offer these tips to your community and to help you and with your listening to be, help you be your own inner guide and really trust that you have it in you.
0: Yes. Thank you for coming on. I just, I love being able to share some of these great things for all my listeners. Thank. Thanks for listening. Check out CourageousCreativity.co to get all the info on our guests download any freebies or to check out my other podcast.